0: Shalom and good morning. So sorry, I didn't even get to play my intro. There's so much going on with my internet this morning. Uh, And isn't that just the way it is? I'm going to be talking about interference. And there you go. Interference for you right off the bat. (laughs) Good morning. I'm so happy to see all of you here on prep day. Uh, Good morning to Andrea and Asia, Nina Amanda, to everyone here. It's so funny how that interference kicked in. Wirewool, good morning to you as well. Asia, Andrea, everyone. I hope I said everyone's name. Kind of thrown my, threw myself off there coming right in. <laughs> oh. The interference started uh, probably 20 minutes before I was to go live and couldn't get the internet working and it's hilarious how that works. I literally said a prayer and said, you know, I'm talking about interference and not today. You are not going to stop this conversation. So I pray everyone's having a, a wonderful prep day. Good morning to Emissary, to my husband James, to Suomi Torah International, to Donna, to everyone coming in. I'm just so blessed by all of you. So happy to see you here. You know, back in the day... We had yes, James says blow the show far. Well, I would if I could. I don't know that anyone wants to hear something that sounds like a water buffalo dying. I'm not sure that would help everyone's prep day right now. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to say good morning, Nina. Nina, glad to see you here as well. I'm just happy all of you are here, Amanda and everyone. Thank you for coming in. It discombobulated to start this day. <laughs> And interference is just like that. And that's why I wanted to talk about interference, right? It brings fear in the interference. It's false evidence appearing real. When I was growing up, TV was a lot different. We didn't have the little cable boxes. We had an antenna uh, either on your roof or rabbit ears on your TV. And I got to be the one that held the rabbit ear and stuck my arm out so that you could get through the interference, which would come across the screen as you could almost see the picture, but you really couldn't. There was all this waviness and the picture would come in and go out. It would be in focus and then out of focus. The same thing happened with radio, like you would have to tune to try to get that station and sometimes you could hear it, but not quite hear it. Uh, it would come in and go out, you know, Amanda says, same here. We would put aluminum foil, yes, aluminum foil on it, and then I would either hold it and then hold the aluminum foil and then turn until you could get the station to come in. So that interference would be gone away, and you could actually see and hear the, the channel or the station or the whatever it was you were trying to watch, the show you were trying to watch. That way you could actually see what's going on. And in our lives, this interference is a lot like that. And it's sent across the airwaves, things you can't see, that interference that would happen to your TV and in your radio Another funny thing, I grew up in rural Tennessee where there were lots of CB radios. So you would be listening to, my grandmother only listened to AM gospel stations. So that's what played in the house when there actually was music on. And you would be listening to some wonderful gospel music and then all of a sudden you hear breaker, breaker, good buddy. And (laughs) I would just laugh, but that's that interference breaking in there. And that's what we see in our life. You know, we wrestle with principalities that we can't see and they're all around us. And they are always trying to interfere with our lives, interfere with our walk, interfere with where we're trying to go. Right. We have to stay focused. And I did share this in our telegram groups and I just wanted to share it again here It's an important word to go out for everyone that there is to know that there is this interference. So while praying on Wednesday morning, Yahweh showed me a deeper understanding of interference. So often we listen to that interference. It comes off as a background noise, but its source is more malicious. And you can't see the source is the problem. You can't see it. And you don't often hear it audibly with your ears. It may just be something in your mind. It may be a thought. It may be an anxiety that comes out of nowhere. It could be anger. It could be anything that influences into your life, right? So it just sneaks in there. So let's break down this word interference as I have it written here with the fear, F-E-A-R, in the middle. Enter. Is that between, among, and that's an internationally known uh, definition. It can be in the midst of or within. It can be to intermingle. That's all interesting. Intermingle. So fear, of course, is to be afraid, to frighten, um, to have that alarming feeling that like the worst is going to happen, right? And then the end of that, the ends, is an emergence or it's the action or process of the first half of the word. So it's the action or process of fear that has entered in. So in my opinion, the enemy, our adversary, the principalities that swirl around in the midst of and between us and among the living children of YAH, they intend to instill fear in oneself by action or process of evil or despondence look at that and it goes on all the time i've dealt with this my whole life every time you're taking a step forward there's that voice that's saying you can't do this or literally people that show up that tell you you can't do this or you know you you'll never make it you should just do this you should just do that you know it's all just words meant to throw us off of our path And we we don't have to listen to that. That interference can come at us in all these different ways. It can be in our thoughts. It can come in our dreams. It can come through manipulations by people who are being used by the principalities to influence your emotions, right? Every person, every one of us can be a target either to be attacked, resulting in this interference that then confuses the path that Yahweh has before us, or to try to distort his still small voice and drown it out, like that interference that would break up your TV channel or break up the radio station that you're listening to. The adversary wants to block, block his voice out all of the time. So people can be used to cause these things to happen in another by instigating conflict and strife that then can enact a reaction in our emotions or in our flesh and cause us to react in our flesh. These reactions are all interference and influence us to act out of Yah's character, to not be walking within our His character. The interference is a distraction. From the calling by Yah for each of us. And uh, it's just what I've gone through in my whole life. I see the interference attempted daily, hourly, or even by the second uh, by the principalities working for the adversary to subvert the children of Yah. I deal with it all the time. You know, it's just something when we're on this walk and we're speaking Yah's words that the adversary wants you to question yourself, he wants you to question your ability to speak. I deal with it all of the time, and it's something that we have to fight for to be able to just come on here six days a week uh, with the presentations that we have to speak his truth into the darkness, not just what we want to speak. It is This is literally Yah's ministry and Yah's words that he wants to the four corners of his world, and it's all his. We're all his. Everything that is here is his. The things that we have as far as technology right now, they're all his. They all belong to him. And it's just, uh, it just is the way that it is, that he's given us these tools right now to be able to do his work. And it's hard. You know, there are times I just would like to to rest but he says I can rest on Shabbat and Shabbat is coming right so I have some wonderful verses that I've looked over fear not Elohim makes clear all interference he clears it all out he tunes that station in he tunes his voice in if we only listen to his voice and commands he can tune all that interference out right in Isaiah 41:9 through 12, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called you from the chief men thereof and said unto you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you away. Hallelujah. He has chosen each of us. Fear not, he says, for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against you shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and shall not find them, even them that contended with you. They that war against you, shall be as nothing and as a thing of not. And I love this. I go to Isaiah forty-one ten often. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you. And once I realize that, that no matter what it was I think that I'm dealing with or that I am dealing with, I can just focus on Elohim. I can know that there is nothing for me to fear. And if I need strength, he's going to give it to me. He's going to help me. He's going to uphold me with the right hand of his righteousness so that then that hand in my back that's pushing me out to speak his words, that's where my strength is going to come from so I can do it. I don't have all the answers. I'm not completely always have it all together, you know but I know that he's put me here with a voice for a reason, and it is to speak his truth. It is to be fearless. It is to stand on the rock and say his words, scream his words, if even necessary, into the whirlwind, into the storm. And in the storm, he says, focus on me and not the storm. So that's what I do. And I know that if I allow him, he's going to heal me in a way where I can continue to do those things. And I'm amazed every week that I finally get to Shabbat and I'm so beat up and bruised feeling. And, you know, it's just so hard at times to put yourself out here as many times a week as we do, as we all do. We're all. Servants of Yahweh, we are all speaking his words every single day, and it wears you down by the time you get to Shabbat. And it's like I crawl under his wing and I get in the scripture, and by the first day of the week, I am ready to go again. He has refilled my oil, he has given me that strength, he has re energized my rewalk and fired it back up again so that I can go scream into the whirlwind again his words and his truth. And as long as I have Shabbat, as long as I have that day to crawl back under his wing, get in his word, let him pour his healing ointment over me and re-energize me. I'm going to continue to then walk back out in faith that first day of the week and keep going. And I'm going to do that until the day he says, I need you to move. I need you to go. I need you to do this or the day that all of this goes down until then, I am his servant, and you're going to see us right here doing our best to reach every single uh, lost sheep that we can. Feed his sheep. That's what we're here about. And I want to help you with your interference. Those that want to understand the interference, that want to be able to work through it, these are things that help me with that interference. So the way of the righteous and the wicked, we're going to see that here in Psalms 11316 1, 1 1, the torah med- meditation blocks interference so meditation on the torah blocks our interference darkness and light cannot exist in the same place and what is the light what is the lamp on our path so psalms 11316 1, 1 1, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the ways of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful. We don't want to be in any of that crowd. But his delight is in the Torah of Yahweh. And in his Torah, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The wicked are not so. But are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For Yahuwah knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. So our delight is in the Torah of Yahweh, and in that meditation, into the study and the reading of the Torah, to me, that blocks the interference. That stops the adversary absolutely in his tracks. Now, it doesn't mean that the principalities aren't going to keep trying to hammer you with different ways. You know, that's the thing. They adapt to us. When we're able to handle this, they shift to another thing. When we're able to get through that, then they shift to this other thing. It's like they're watching us constantly. They don't take a break. That's why we don't take a break. They're not taking a break, so we are not going to take a break because Yahweh doesn't want to lose one of us, not one of us. Absolutely, we don't want to lose one of us. We want to make sure that we are lifting each other up so that we can all be that tree planted by the rivers of water and that you bring forth your fruit in your season. And I get everybody has their own season. I get that but we need to be together in this so that we block all of that interference, absolutely all of the interference. And I'm so thankful for everyone that's here. And I I pray that you share this out because there are people out there just like I used to be, just like you used to be that really feel like they're in the dark. They really don't have any kind of uh, gathering. They don't have any kind of fellowship. And for us, this is our fellowship. You are our family and fellowship. But we also want to reach and feed the lost sheep. We want to take them that bread of life. We want to take them the living water of Yahusha. We want to reach for as long as we have this avenue. We want to reach every single lost sheep that we can. I feel like that is the call of every single one of us is to be shepherds in this day and age because just as many as are following darkness there's even more right now that are searching for the light and we know where it is we absolutely know where it is so humbleness keeps our ears tuned to the voice of elohim just like amanda and i were talking about having the uh, aluminum foil or me using my our hand or our arm to try to get that interference blocked our own humbleness keeps our ears tuned to the voice of Elohim so in first peter 5:6 through 5:11 humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of Elohim that he may exalt you in due time doesn't mean that you just be humble for a week and all of a sudden you get all this stuff It means we have to walk out every single day in humbleness and servitude to Yahweh, to our Elohim, to just say, Father, I will do what you say I need to do. I want to do your will and it doesn't matter to me anything else. That is what I'm focused on because he says we have to love him more than ourselves, more than anything else. And that's what we have to focus on is that humbleness. Can we humble ourselves every single day? Every single day, regardless if that time that he chooses to exalt us is in a day or 20 years or the end of our life, it really doesn't matter. So continuing, Bob seven, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. I spent a lot of time in this verse as well, dealing with a lot of really, really hard things that children shouldn't have to deal with, that adults shouldn't have to deal with. When I realized I could cast all my cares, my worries, my hurts on him for he cares for me and he can deal with it, that was enough for me. And oh my goodness, it changed my life. Absolutely. So be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. Like I said, walking around us constantly, watching us, knowing what makes us fall, knowing what is going to get in our head or under our skin and make us have anxiety, make us have doubt, make us have fear. He knows that. That's why it's like I said, it's constantly swirling around us humbleness keeps our ears tuned to the voice of elohim whom resist steadfast in the faith knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world but the elohim of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by mashiach yahusha after that ye have suffered a while make you perfect establish, strengthen, and settle you to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) So this tells me, whom that resist the steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world, we have to be sober and vigilant. We have to resist the steadfast in the faith or whom resists steadfast in the faith. We have to know that the same afflictions are accomplished in our brethren all over. We have to understand. Here we go. Always gets me when I'm doing something, they're speaking something that is really super on my ruach to bring out. I love what Amanda says here about the leaf medicine. I'm sorry. My computer is acting so wonky. I'm getting things slowly as they come through. Leaf medicine, we can offer each other healing through Yahusha, walking in his way. And he heals us all. (coughs) He is sufficient to carry that for us. Absolutely. And I cast it on him daily. It is an ongoing act. I have to give it, give a lot of things to him every single morning, symbolically lay it at the foot of the cross and not pick it up. Even if I can just get through the day of not picking it back up and then do the same thing every single day until eventually it just stays there because it's our power to either pick it back up Or leave it at his feet to deal with. And that was such a hard thing to deal with. We had a wonderful conversation in Telegram. Discussing. Thank you. Got some water. Discussing forgiveness. And how to forgive some things that are unforgivable. And the thing is. We have to forgive all. Because Yahusha forgave all. There was no if and or buts about it. In that. And there's not in our statement about forgiveness. We must forgive. And to be able to do that, we have to lay those hurts down and not pick them back up. even if we have to lay it down every single day, he'll take it as long as you let him have it. And he wants to carry your weight. He wants to carry those hurts. He wants you to be free of those chains. And he can take them. He took mine. Even... Like I said, it's my choice to pick him back up in the morning or to just leave him at the foot of the cross. And it's a it's a process to be able to do that. And it is part of interference because there are those voices that want you to remember your past, want you to think about your mistakes, want you to question or doubt yourself. None of that comes from Yahweh, not any of it. He is strengthening you. To me, he's got his hand firmly in the middle of my back, constantly pushing me forward and out. There's no question about what it is that he's (laughs) trying to accomplish there. Our lives are meant to serve him, the servant's heart. We must please him and not man so hard to die of fleshly desires. Even if those desires seem harmless, we must be listening every second only to him. And, and I see that the Torah and that reading the scripture, that continuing to trust him to be able to handle these things. And that was another thing as well, was to understand I could trust him to take this from me. I could trust him to handle the pain. I could trust him to deal with with whomever had hurt me. He loves them, but also he is going to judge who he sees he needs to judge and that is not my decision. You know, my mom used to say it's none of your business what someone else thinks about you and I get it that now. It's not any of my business or your business, nor does it matter because the father sees you, knows you, loves you, and he has plans for you and they are to bless you and Our plans should be to serve him with everything we have, whether we think we have it or not. And that's my life every day. I may wake up feeling like I don't have six ounces to give. And yet the minute I'm up and in prayer and in the word, he has filled me to overflowing to be able to share with every single person that he brings to me. He brings to each of us every single day, the people you meet and interact with online, wherever are people that he has put in your path for you to bless with his words, for you to bless with his light that he has placed in you. And it's a beautiful light. It is. He's given each of us a talent. He's given each of us an ability to share it. And we can't hide that light. We have to let it shine unforgiveness can also cause interference absolutely y'all recently told me to spit out white toxins he tells me things like that a lot to pull it out for me lately it was a thorn in my side you know pull it out remove this thorn from your body it's not yours he tells me that a lot this is not yours to carry this is not your hurt anymore this is not anything you need to hold on to any more. I've carried it for enough. And he says that if you're listening, you've carried this enough. It's not yours. Set it down. Set it down and walk away from it because it is not anything that he wants you to be chewing on. You know, I used to take a problem and chew on it until the flavor was gone. Stick it in my hat for later and then chew on it again some more. What good did that do? It didn't do anybody any good, but it sure did distract me in the interference of thinking that it was something I needed to deal with. And I don't, and you don't, and he doesn't want you to. So I wanted to remind us, Oh, I'm sorry, you need tissues. Amanda, I don't mean to do that, but I do want to strengthen everyone here. I really, really want to strengthen everyone here And I get that there are phantom pains from our hurts. And that's what the enemy keeps kicking our way. We need to keep bringing it to him. And that's right. Father tells me so often, bring it to me. Let me have it. Let me hold this. Let me carry this so that you can keep walking. You know, it's the footprints in the sand. When we think that there were just us alone, it's not the truth. Yahusha has carried us. The Father has carried us. It's not ever just I or just you walking alone. Sometimes he carries us. Shalom Sherry, I'm glad you're here. Late is fine. You'll have to go back and watch and and laugh at me <laughs> and my technical difficulties. Let's see? We had to go through what we've gone through to be able to genuinely minister to those he brings our way, to stand for the oppressed and hurting. That's right. And that's the truth. Everything that we go through, every attack, every rough road, every tough pill that we've had to swallow, things that, you know, weren't always our lesson. Sometimes things that happen to us are someone else's lesson. We just happen to be caught in the crossfire. We just happen to be an unwilling participant. But all of it, every part of it belongs to the Father. Every hurt, every experience, every disappointment, all of it belongs to Him. We just, we need only hand it to Him. Even if we have to do it every day, even if it's something that you end up picking back up, the minute you realize you're carrying that weight again, And and I've done this for years. If I feel myself wanting to pick that weight up, I immediately go back into prayer and say, "I am laying this down again. (laughs) Do not let me pick this back up. This is yours. This is no longer mine. This is yours. You said you would carry it, and I'm letting you carry it." Sorry about being on that tangent, but it's just it's something I deal with. I deal with it. I get it. There are hurts that. I feel like or I used to think I will feel this forever. I will carry this forever. I will never forgive this person. I this was y'all is gonna be okay with me being mad about this. And the thing is, he kept pressing his fingers into me saying, Absolutely not. That is not anything that I told you. Get rid of it. Set it down, let it go, walk away, forgive, let it go. And I deal with it. I get it. It's hard. It is absolutely the most difficult thing to do. And he can take it every single day, <laughs> every single day. Yeah, sometimes we just need our scrape need to be kissed so we can get up and get going again. And the father will do that. I run to him often. I run to him daily, sometimes all day I am. Okay, Father, here I am again. Okay, Father, did you see this or hear this? Or what do I do with this? Or should I even be doing this? Like what what is your will? And he will kiss those scrapes. He will take care of those bruises. He binds us back up when we let him. We have to just get out of his way sometimes. That's part of growing those pains. The spiritual seasons are in line with the feast. It's a process. It is it is a process. Yet it's also a daily thing with y'all. He's with you regardless of the time or the season. It's a daily walk with him and for him absolutely to pick up that cross every single day and walk out in faith and speak his words no matter what, no matter the time, no matter what is happening. He y'all comes first. Y'all comes first wool says, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and shall find rest of your souls." Matthew eleven, amen. I love that word as well. Absolutely. So let's read the whole armor. Of Yah, I put this on every day. Ephesians six ten through six twenty. And it's something I go to when I'm having anxiety. It's something I go to when I'm having doubt. It's something I am go to when I'm in a season of battle. Um, when there are attacks. When there's anything that makes me want to stop speaking Yah's words. Or stop shining his light. Or step away from the path that he has me on. So finally my brethren... Brethren, be strong in Yahweh and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of Elohim that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, that is like the evening news right there. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Elohim that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, to stand, stand, therefore, having your loins girt about you about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the besora of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked interference. And take the helmet of Yeshua, salvation, and the sword of the Ruach, which is the word of Elohim. And we know the word of Elohim is Yahushua, the word made flesh. You are to take him with you. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Ruach and watching therein too, with all perseverance and supplication for all Kodashim in prayer with each other for every one of us in the body, without the body, those in this gathering, those that Yah is trying to get into this gathering, those that hear his word, those that are looking for his word. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the besora, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. I am an ambassador in bonds. He calls each of us to be ambassador in his bonds, right? To speak his word boldly. Boldly to make known the mystery of the besorah, to make known the words of Yahusha and the word made flesh, the Torah, Yah's scripture. He wants it out far and wide. And to do that, we have to be willing to step out and speak boldly because we see here, if we take the shield of faith, the faith in Yahweh, he's going to quench all those fiery darts of the wicked. Now they're still going to be shot at us. That's not going to stop, but he's going to block them. He's going to give you endurance and strength to handle them. He's absolutely going to protect you. And in this, he tells me, this is what we're to focus on and do every single day. Every single day. It's his commission and calling for each of us that choose Yahweh, that choose this narrow path, that love Mashiach, that are covered by the blood. This is the commission for each of us. I'm an ambassador in the bonds of Yahweh. And I'm going to continue to speak boldly in this arena and the internet and the telegram in any way that he gives me the ability. And then when all this is gone, you'll see me out on foot. It doesn't end just when certain things are taken away. It's not going to end until he calls us home, until we're in New Jerusalem, until we're all sitting around the table feasting with Messiah. That's what we're called to do. So here are the words of Messiah in John 14:27 through 31. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I go unto the father for my father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, you might believe Hereafter, I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the father. And as the father gave me commandment, even so I do arise and let us go hence. Peace he leaves us and peace he gives us. It's not what we get from the world. It's not anything about the world or worldly things or being involved in it. And he says here, let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that either. It just simply is what he's saying to us. He goes and he's going to come again. And he's going to come again very, very soon. Um, We're looking and listening. And I just want you to know that he gives us his peace when we take it, when we're willing to take his peace but we can't take his peace from him if we're still holding on things that trouble our heart, that make us afraid, that is interfering with that relationship between him and us. Peace he leaves us and peace he gives to us. We just have to set down what it is we're carrying. Those hurts, the pain, Whatever the distraction or interference is, set it down and be willing to just take the peace that he's giving us. Take it directly in our hands and then we will not be afraid and our heart will not be troubled. Even if we have to physically visualize and do it. Like there was a time when I literally would act out setting my luggage down, setting my issues down and letting them go and walking away. I had to do that so that I could then just leave it there. And I pray for that peace for each of us. I pray that we can set down the things that are keeping us from grabbing hold of that peace that he's giving and leaving us and walk out in love and faith with him to be able to then boldly speak his word everywhere he chooses for us to do that. In Hebrews 13, 5 through 13, 8, let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. For Yahweh has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, Yah is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do to me. Remember them which have the rule over you. Who have spoken unto you the word of Elohim. Whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. Yahushua Hamashiach. The same yesterday and today and forever. Forever. It doesn't end. There's no ending to forever. There's not an end date. There's not an expiration date. So I pray for each of us to be able to set down anything that's preventing us from taking that peace that Yahusha has, that he's giving to us, that he's bestowing upon us, that he wants to place in our hands so that we can lose our fear, so that we can lose any interference That is keeping us from that peace because it is what he has planned for us that the father sent him to give us. We don't have to carry any of that weight anymore. It doesn't belong to us anymore. It belongs to Yahushua. He already paid the price for it. Why would you want to continue to pay the price for it now? And that's something else I've realized. I don't want to keep paying a price that he already paid for it. There's no reason for that. I can set it down and take his peace. And then I can also speak the words that he spoke. I can show the doorway that goes to the Father, to every single person that listens. And a blessed Shabbat to you as well, Donna. Glad that you're here. And I thank each and every one of you. If you have any prayer requests or prayer needs, We do have a prayer group that is willing and ready and so ready to pray for you and lift your needs. You can send us an email. We'll get you on the list. If you'd like to have a face-to-face prayer, we have the ability to do that with a virtual, secure, private space where we can meet with you and pray with you. If you have any other questions, concerns, or you would like to just reach out and chat you can email me or james at shalom at fiery faith ministries and i pray that you like subscribe and share this out so that we can reach the four corners it's about Yah's ministry it's about sharing his word it's about getting that basura out it's about teaching others that they can have that piece of yahusha just the same way take it in their hands and set down Whatever it is, their hurts, their baggage, their pain, their bruises, their scrapes and cuts, set it down so that you can take that peace and you can feel that life everlasting. You can feel the love of the Father and the love of Yahusha. I pray that your prep day is wonderful and that you join James and I tonight. We're going to be talking on uh, about this week's double Torah portion And I cannot remember the name uh, of it. It's not Shemini. I cannot remember. But we will be talking about this week's Torah portion tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you are longing for fellowship, I pray to see you there. We uh, love starting our Shabbat off with each and every one of you. It it definitely gets us in the the right rewalk to go into Shabbat. So I love you all and I pray blessings on each of you. Have a great prep day and a wonderful Shabbat if we don't see you tonight. Shalom.